Welcome to this week's edition of Leading with Confidence. My name is Confidence Sileme and I'm your host. This program is proudly powered by the William Sileme Foundation and the Foundation's mission is enabling education in Africa. This week, I'd like us to talk on a topic I've titled Evaluating Our Self-Esteem. How do you know whether you have challenges pertaining to self-esteem? I believe it's fair to say that most of us, if not all of us, have had at various times challenges in the area of self-esteem. There are times where we felt less than equal to a certain task or questioned whether we are ready to enter into certain dimensions or capable of achieving certain feats. These are all issues that come with the human experience. The most important thing is to overcome all these negative feelings of self-doubt and not let them stand between us and what we are created to do. None of us are perfect, but all of us can do little or big things to make sure that we are better tomorrow than what we are today. I've compiled a list of some signs you can look out for which may point to low self-esteem. If you recognize some of these traits in your behavior, do not feel condemned. Rather, see it as an opportunity to begin improving yourself in this area of your life. You can begin taking steps that will allow you to become more confident and much bolder. Number one, neediness and clinginess. When you have low self-esteem, you can become quite needy and clingy, constantly wanting the attention or presence of others to the extent where it becomes quite unhealthy. This neediness and clinginess is based on insecurity and it is also characterized by constantly requiring and seeking validation and approval from other people. This behavior can end up repelling the very people you are seeking to get close to or to connect with. When you have a healthy, positive self-esteem, you will not have this unhealthy neediness and clinginess where you constantly feel like you can't be anybody or do anything without them. It's easy for people who are needy and clingy to be taken advantage of or mistreated because they are often willing to put up with things they shouldn't be putting up with. They put up with maltreatment just so that they can be in the presence of that person. In our modern social media era, the need for your post to be liked and commented on can also allude to low self-esteem. Do you get sad and depressed if no one or perhaps only one or two people respond to what you posted on social media? That speaks to a need for others to affirm you in order for you to feel good about yourself and that can become quite dangerous and destructive. You get people saying outrageous things just to grab attention and get comments. You also get others posting half-naked pictures of themselves just to get attention from the social media world. When you begin compromising your integrity just so that people can validate or take note of you, know that you are venturing into dangerous territory. Does this mean that you should not need anyone at all? Of course not. As people, we are naturally interdependent. As the old saying goes, no man is an island. So, I'm not here advocating for an unhealthy sense of independence or hermetic existence. To think or believe that you need absolutely no one is to sway to the other extreme and such a stance signals a form of arrogance. There needs to be stability and balance as this signals a healthy, positive self-esteem. We should be able to enjoy our own company. Just because you are alone, it doesn't mean you should be lonely. And if you enjoy your own company, it doesn't mean that you should become a recluse. Again, you must maintain a healthy balance. 
Number two, self-suppression and self-sabotage. Self-suppression and self-sabotage can also signal low self-esteem. These two concepts are firmly interlinked. Essentially, self-suppression leads to self-sabotage, or you can say self-sabotage is a result of self-suppression. Self-sabotage is when you get in the way of your own success and progress, either through your behavior, your thoughts, or your words. Sometimes it's unintentional and sometimes it is intentional. To understand the concept of self-suppression a little more, let's look at the word suppress. To suppress means to clamp down on, to hold down or limit someone or something. It can also mean to overpower, belittle or demean. Suppression is usually done by one party inflicting it on another. For instance, one may be suppressed by an employer or a manager in the workplace where the employer and manager overpowers, micromanages or belittles you. One may be suppressed in a particular relationship where one is emotionally, sexually or physically abused by their partner. Suppression is an act of domination and abuse of power. In self-suppression, an individual takes the power they have and they use it against themselves. Some talk badly to and about themselves, saying all kinds of abusive things to themselves. They abuse their bodies with harmful substances or with food. They abuse their minds with harmful, unhealthy content. They undermine and suffocate their own potential. Self-suppression is even more dangerous than the suppression that others may inflict upon you. It's easier to fight the suppression by others on you than it is to fight the suppression by you on yourself. The worst enemy is indeed the enemy within. I'm reminded of that age-old African proverb that says, if there is no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm." Close quote. If you find yourself constantly suppressing yourself either through negative thoughts, negative self-talk, negative self-defeating habits or other self-suppressing means, then you may be suffering from low self-esteem. Self-suppression includes the suppressing of your own voice and opinions. You are fearful and not confident enough to voice out an idea or say what you're thinking. This typically happens in group situations such as meetings in the workplace, gatherings with friends and family and so forth. Yes, there are people who are introverted and naturally quiet, but when it goes to an extreme level where it hinders your progress, then it's a self-esteem issue that must be confronted and dealt with. When you self-suppress, you self-sabotage. Well, we've come to the end of this week's episode of Leading with Confidence. Do you tune in again next time. Cheers.